This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. G'day everyone, thanks for joining us. We've got a great day of racing ahead coming up on Saturday. The season's starting to hot up. Two Group 1s to look at today, the Rupert Clark at the Heath and the George Main in Sydney. I'm the Professor. And I'm his mate Nick. So we're up in Sydney, Gary. Nice, big, healthy tick for Sydney. My mate Kingy reckons everything's back to normal up there and Melbourne totally gloomsville, right? So that's your setting. So why do we have fields of 20 with some emergencies and everything and Sydney only had seven in their group one? We've got nearly double the number of horses for the quaddy. I mean, racing in Victoria, it's, an, it's such an anomaly. They actually have, what happened. They have some big fields up there on the weekend. It's just their uh, feature, the, uh, the, the George Main, that's got a piddly num- seven horses in it. It's, it's really just that one race, I think. But I'm not. I mean, I'm missing something because, say it's a million dollar race or whatever it is, and the other one's a hundred grand race, and I'm putting a horse in, and they go, "There's a gap in this million dollar race, mate," and they're paying down to the, the first twelve or something probably. Oh no, I'll stick to this race here. You yeah, know, this is what it's good for, and that sort of stuff. I mean, try your luck out. There's only seven horses in there. Maybe they anyway. Maybe they're like us. You know how we want to just get a horse and run it over at Mornington. Maybe they're just That's locals. All I wanted- that's all I want to do. Hey, I heard, I heard <laughs> someone say um, Melbourne really is the place to be, the place to live. Even COVID settled here. <laughs> yeah, very funny. <laughs> I like it and I'm going to use it. <laughs> so how did we go at Flemington last week? Uh, we didn't go very well. And uh, we got two legs out of the four. Uh, went out first leg on a roughie at 20 to 1. So. Ouch. Not good. It it was a it was a tough day. It was a twenty thousand dollar quaddy, so I don't think too many punters would have got it with those numbers. Um, yeah. We did we did have a few deep blue tips for the day. Um, race, yeah. race six we had Furion, which um, is it finished well back, so that was a that was a bad tip. Uh, race eight we liked Fierce Impact, and um, I actually got on that early. At fixed odds at five fifty, and it came right into favourite in the end, yeah. um, and it won. Um, but and Gary, I I actually liked it as well. Fierce impact, but like we both liked it. Yeah. And when the, when Deep Blue said no, that was the Deep Blue pick of the day. I went back onto the Tipstar side, and I, I hit the double button. I doubled up on it, so I got a double win on Tipstar. Oh, beautiful! Won the whole comp. Won the whole comp for the day. Unfortunately, yeah. it didn't pay a huge amount, but. You can only win what, uh, what, what what's on offer. Exactly, yeah. Uh, we had one other tip which was forever free in the last and that was scratched. So, um, yeah, that Scratch was that's them. that's the wrap-up for the day, I guess. What about Pig? Where did he end up? Pig was uh, – Pig tends to like a lot of favourites and um, he was on Russian Camelot, which had a brilliant run. Like, it was stiff yeah, in the I end. Yeah, I liked that. But, um, yeah. it, and it came second. So, yeah, um, he would have done his money, but – it was a good run. All right, I've got something on the mailbag too, uh, Gary. Uh, 
I, what do you expect? I mean, I, we do get a lot of nice emails and uh, notes on Facebook coming into us, right? But I do pick out the nasty ones. I just think they're more interesting to read out. But, you know, it looks as though we're on Media Watch. Um, uh, we introduced last week's podcast as the Maccabi <laughs> and not the Menzies. Oh, no, no, it was the, it was the Maccabi and we introduced it as the Menzies. Um, and, you know, and, and the guy's going, do you know what you're doing? Are you guys on drugs? I mean, the answer is no. We know exactly what we're doing. This has been our signature. This has been the gag all year. We do one, one little deliberate slip up, one that we, we place inside the podcast and to see if the listeners pick up. And some of them do pick up. Like, can you remember what we've done over the years? I don't think we've well, made, I have. I don't think we've made too many mistakes at all, have we? Well, we have every week. Like, for instance, uh, one's called Wink for He. Do you remember that? Oh, and yeah, that's, like a, that's one, an easy slip-up. Anyone could make that. That doesn't count. And once uh, I once at that race that in Queensland that was in June, I said it would be be run on the 20th of January, which is actually my birthday. I, I don't know why I was thinking 20th of January. Oh, and both, um, both months start with a J. Easy, easy mistake. <laughs> what about the very first one we did last year and I didn't even have my microphone on the whole podcast? That went for twenty minutes. You had a loud, clear loud voice. Noise. We didn't even notice it. <laughs> uh, I think one of the, the deliberate ones, or the best one we did, was putting the uh, techo guy that normally is behind the scenes, Marshy, and we put him in front of the mic microphone. And we've also done vice versa <laughs> on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, you know, we've like, also done a we've also done a recording without the little microchip in. Didn't record anything, if you recall. <laughs> And that was one of the great ones. That's, that's actually the one we won the quaddy off and no one got to hear it. You know, so see, see what you can pick this week. See the deliberate error that we're going to create and don't we don't cut out to our that, um, credit. We don't cut it out. That, that person that sent the mailbag in saying um, that we got the race wrong, he's, been heaps. he's correct, right? He should, you yeah. should send him a bottle of champagne for picking that up. Well, why don't you give him a bottle of champagne? Well, I don't know who it Silence. is. Who is it? <laughs> hey, so Spring Carnival Watch Gaza, Melbourne Cup. So we saw Ocean X run last week with Mark Zara jumped on. I thought it was a pretty ordinary run, really. Yeah, um, you know, you but, expect that from the Melbourne Cup horses sometimes. Like there's there's different types. Some of them just sort of plot away. I remember Think Big back in the bloody 70s would – could he have a zero, zero have duck eggs all in, against his form all the way through until a Melbourne Cup came along and he'd go and win it? But the, the, the two you got to see too. Some are in there, so they're not going to bust the gut. Others are trying to get in there, so they're going to bust the gut trying to get in there. Yeah, you know. So if you're not in there and you haven't got the right weights and that, you really need to sort of do your homework and try and pitch to where you want to get to. You know, and so some of them are just putting some uh, miles in their legs, really, aren't they? What about uh, very elegant? Yeah, just before That's you jump your... on that, I just want to say one yeah. other thing about Ocean X. Um, don't forget the Melbourne Cup's a handicap. So winning races now, when you're already in there, there's no point. Cannot do there's you any favour. No point yeah. at all. <laughs> just be end up yeah. with translates to kilos on the back on Tuesday. Um, very elegant. Um, that's running in the George Main, the little seven-horse race. I expect it'll probably yeah. win that. Uh, Big Blue's got it at 250. The Totes got it at 250, so it's not really a bet, but um, it looks like the best horse in the race. So, question, why is it running up in Sprint Central, you know, up in Sydney, 
why doesn't it come down here if it's going to do a distance race? I just feel as though what's it doing running around up there? Yeah, I've got no idea what the answer to that is. And the same with the Cadre de Nord that I said, let's keep an eye on this and watch it. And what did we do? We saw it up in Framwick last week. It was, <laughs> yeah, came second. Oh, what's it going up there? Dollar seventy favourite. And I thought, oh, here we go. This will be good. You know, wins by seven lengths. And that we got beaten. It was a bad run, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not going to head towards the Cups after that. Let's might scratch that one off. So yeah, what, are we, what else there do we are have? Some, there are some decent races coming up in Sydney, aren't there, soon? So, you know. Yeah, but, like, they're, they're, they're really throwing their cards down as being the fast sprint Everest-type thing. Mm. And I, don't, I think they're giving up on these distance races. So any horse going up there, in my mind, going up the sprint. Like yeah. Well, well, anyway, I don't know. They could have they could have had a plan already laid out. Who knows? Yeah. So what else do we like? Master Wine, I think you were mentioning. Yeah, look, we, we sort of uh, watched that a couple of weeks ago and it sort of ran home at the back of the field. So it was a bit disappointing and we said, don't write it off. Well, it was in the Maccabi Diva on Saturday and it came home nicely and finished fourth, not too far off the leaders. And that's a, um, a group one. So, um, you know, he's back in there in contention. We'll so keep write an it eye off, on him. Then write it on. <laughs> write it, don't write it off. Um, the, other, write it off. the other one I'll mention is, um, Colette is running now. Colette is a is a filly. Was that when you were early girlfriend called Colette from memory? I don't I don't recall that. No. No comment. No comment. No Colette. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's one over two twenty four hundred. It's a filly. Yeah. It'll have a light weight. It's heading for the cups. Uh, so it's also in the George again May. running in Sydney. Is it? I think. In, yeah, it's in Sydney. Yeah. Don't. Oh, I don't work. Out. Yeah, I don't expect it'll win because um, it's its first up run, and I think its target is for later in the year. So, but let's just see how it goes. Well, one horse that you won't see running. I actually went to look at Caulfield today, Gaza, and I've just clicked on to the on punters to the wrong races, and I've come up with some place I've never heard of before. Race one, and the horse in race one is called. Uh, named in lockdown. That's the name of the horse, right? Named in lockdown. It's a three-year-old. Question to you is, how does a three-year-old get named? Get a name called named in lockdown? Do they name it when it was? I mean, when do they name a horse? I don't know. Maybe they changed. But, you it. know, maybe, maybe they just named it. Maybe it had a shit name. They said, "Now we've got a but better fun. name." That's a great name, named in lockdown. And yeah. I've just gone. Well, how old is it? Like three months old or something, you know, <laughs> and the three-year-old. I'm thinking, okay, there's a lot to know about racing. But, there? you know, we've got – Unless a, it was yeah, – we've, we've got a dog, right, and we could not agree on the name of our dog, so we never named it. Yeah. We just call it the dog. So, so maybe that was the dog. case with the horse. They just couldn't agree on a name until finally, you know, um, sometime after March, if they've decided let's just call it Named in Lockdown. But what's dog backwards, Gary? Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's the what, point? Or what's named in lockdown backwards? Not dog. Pretty long word. I have to work that out. <laughs> Let's keep but, going. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Um, so yes. What did we learn? Hmm. What I've, did you learn? I have got a. What did we learn? Um, You know, sometimes there's people out there, they always overstate something. It's always better than what it was. No, I don't. I don't. I'll tell you, I don't do I'm very exact in what I say. Okay. 
not we're not not talking about you this time. I'm talking about someone <laughs> like I'm talking about someone like One G. Oh yes, right. And other people tend to understate things, right? So on the weekend, I heard Gay Waterhouse was saying Farnham is so good she doesn't think it's ever going to get beaten again. She said that about two hours before the race where it got beaten. Yeah. Gay is I know. an overstater. I think when you say what did we learn, I think we knew that already, that she might have been a bit of an overstater. Right. <laughs> well, so you've been a, the you've me- been a slow learner on that yeah, one. The message has now been received and understood. Classic though, isn't it? You know, what a statement to make and then – you know, egg on face two Absolutely. hours later. And how often does that happen? You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. I can't believe, Gary, that when we made that ad, we thought, oh, well, we'll make it 14 days of self-isolation because that's about as long as people could handle. It's been like 14 years now, Gary, we've been in isolation. That ad's been, that's like I love aeroplane jelly. It's one of those long-staying ads, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, um, it's, the, it's the been a long time in lockdown. Um, it's gone quickly, but it still seems like a long time as well if, if, if it's possible to be both. Well, I think, you know, somewhere along the line, seconds have turned into minutes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, today we're going up to uh, Ramwick. We're going to do the Quaddy in Caulfield because the Caulfield's got the uh, twice the number of combinations, so we'll get some, uh, should get some better payouts. But we're going up to Ramwick first, Gaza, just to talk about the group one up there. There's only seven, but it is a pretty classy field of seven. It is the secret seven. <laughs> I, I would say probably all the horses that are running in the George Main are better than all the horses except Behemoth um, down at Caulfield. Like, it, it is a much better field. <laughs> Do you prefer to watch a, a better field with a small number or would you prefer to see 12 at least in a, in a race to get some other things happening, I, I, some other dynamics? Yeah, look, I, I don't mind mixing it up. Like, I didn't mind seeing some of those smaller races with really good horses in it every now and then. But by and large, I like to see a good betting race. So, you know, I'm so talking 14 horses. Well, how small is two smaller races that you do enjoy? Like oh, one? Do you remember would we you saw, watch one? Um, no. Do you remember we saw that three-horse <laughs> yeah. race at Caulfield one time? Yeah, and do you remember who was in it? Winks, Winks? Winks, Blackheart, Bart, and some other horse. I can't remember. Yeah, the, the other horse was like it, but it, the other horse was running hot at the time. It was yeah. like, um, forgotten its name, but it was running hot at the time, but it got thrashed and never ran well after that. You know, for the next year or two, it was like 50 to 1. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, how that works on a horse? Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick on Dreamforce because it's in form, and um, I think it's got a chance with Nash. Nash is back. We're back up there, and so um, I'm, I reckon I'm going to put some money on Dreamforce. All right. Now you, you but do, it is a hard race. Yeah. It's just a, I you, won't put much on today. You do like Nash following Nash too, um, and he, he rides. Well, he likes to, yeah. He rides Dreamforce well because he rides well from the front, and Dreamforce is a front-running horse, so 
That's a well, good. That's pick. the only reason why I'm on it because I don't think it's the best horse in the race. But there's no other horse that's going to take him on. Mm. And if he can just get it in the right stride, kick off at the right time, and he knows how to do that, yeah. he'll put it in the race. Yeah. They'll have to run it down. Have to run him down. So. Yeah. Well, I'll stick with so very that, elegant, and the system's got very elegant at two fifty. So. Um, and I hope you're very elegant and get back to the cups down here. It's just wasting its time up there, you know. <laughs> I'm sure get the, down here where I'm, the action is. I'm sure the owners don't think it's wasting its time if it's winning these group ones up there. Millions of dollars it's wasting, yeah. So down to Caulfield, there's a couple of um, a couple of early races there with, uh, I know, um, Crystal Dream is running, Gary. Yeah, yeah. I'll never back that again. Yeah, so that. I won't be back in it. Yep. Yeah. Are you going to put a bet on it? No. So I think it's got 61 kilos, so it struggles at 59, so 61, it's, it's over its breaking point. Yeah. Can't see it winning. Um, front yeah. page is the other one. That was a good horse, um, you know, a few months back. It went out for a spell, um, but it had some really good form. So it's coming back, is it? Yeah, yeah. So front page will be, I think it's in race four, so that's probably a good one to watch too. It'll end up being favourite, but, uh, yeah, it's a great horse. Um, yeah. We'll go to race six, which is the first leg. It's a three-year-old, so that's always a hard race. Um, but, yeah, what do we like? Okay. Uh, so there's only two horses that stand out from the system point of view. There's Aiden's Field, uh, which is number two, I think, and Mozzie Monster, which is number four. That's the favourite. Yeah. They're, they're both, yeah. They've both come up at like – And that uh, number four won by a few lengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so they're the two of the system. I like, and, uh, I like uh, number 12, um, Pine Dam, you know, 15 to 1, and 1 by 5 lengths. Yeah, yeah, it, um, it did. It, it, it 1 by 5 lengths at Packenham on a synthetic track in a maiden's race, didn't it? Yeah, was that a maiden's race, was it? Yeah, it was a maiden's race. One of them had to win. Tell me, can, can Colt run in a maiden's race? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so we're going to go wide, field or wide. We'll go wide in that leg. Right. Yep. So we'll go wide there, and we'll put our selections on Facebook. Race seven. So we'll hopefully be in the next leg. Yeah. Um, race seven. I actually like uh, Muhammad Day. I thought it was a good run, fourteen to one. I'm going to put a bet on that. Well, that'll, um, that'll be good if that comes in. Um, the system's got Dr. Drill and Gamekeeper as the on top, those two. Um, it's a yep. pretty open race, and, and your one, Muhammad Ayas, he's, he's a good chance. I, 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 I think this is a field leg, actually. Yeah. So if we go field on uh, race seven, yeah, that means that we're hopefully in for the, um, the main race, which is the Rupert Clark. 1,400 yes. metres yep. and a big field with lots of emergencies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is our one out leg and um, it's number one. It's the favourite, Behemoth. Yep. Okay, so there's other horses. It's got a bit of weight. It's got a lot of weight, but let me just talk through a couple of others because there are some good horses in the race. Yeah. To golf. Not as good as your Sydney race by the sound of it, though. No. Tagala, or however you say that one, uh, that won the Blue Diamond. Tagalia, yeah. Tagalia. It's one. It's got that at six to one. So that's that's a good bet. Um, Pretty brazen is another good horse. That's eight to one. Yeah, I like so, that. I'm putting a bet on that. Okay, that's that's got well, good that's, odds. You know what that is, Gary? That's like eighteen to one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good bet. 
And I, I actually like Age of Chivalry. I reckon that's a good horse too at a good weight for this race and it's had two it's had two already and this is its third up, so it likes its third up. So I'm going to have a bet on that as well. But for the quaddy, we'll go one out on um, the favourite. One out, I think. fair enough. Yeah. I'm happy with that. You know, Goldfield, uh, 250 to one, right? Yeah. You know how I like matching saddlecloth to the yeah. barrier, like barrier yeah. 19, yeah. which is a bad barrier, and it's number 19, but it's like the third emergency. So really, if 19, I mean, how can it run? If it's 19, it's not going to run, and be barrier 19, so I'm not going to go this one. <laughs> you know, it can't be 19, can it really? Because if it's the other, I mean, I guess it still stays number 19 on its saddle cloth, doesn't it? If, yeah. If I, it did, yeah. Yeah. I know. But anyway, so I'm not going, I'm not, I normally would put a bet. 250 to one, I was very tempted. Okay, so but, we'll, um, we'll dismiss that 250 to one shot. Well, yeah, but if it wins 19 <laughs> on 19, that would be unusual. Um, race nine then, we've got down to uh, the last leg and uh, assuming that the favourite wins in race eight, we will then coming home with what? We'll be coming home on Leah or Liar, uh, which is uh, number six, and the system's yep. got that at two fifty, so it's a dead set favourite. Um, there's two other horses in there that have got a bit of a chance. Uh, we always like uh, Mr. Williams on in the last leg; he seems to do quite well. And um, yeah. the other one is, um, which is he's on Felicia, I think. Felicia, number 12, yeah. and the other one's Fiesta, Fiesta number, seven. number 7. Yeah, so they're, they're the three we'll chuck in for the last leg, so they'll be, uh, that'll, that'll be the quaddy. So that Fiesta's pretty good. Um, that's pretty good odds, isn't it? Um, can you remember what the odds were for that? Is that, was that what was the system's odds? System, the system rated that, well, it rated Leah at 250, now, you know, that, that just means it's got 50, 50% chance. Oh, sorry, of Leah, you thought. No, I'm talking about number seven. Yeah, well, it rated that behind that at five to one. Um, so, five to one, like it's still saying it's got an 80% chance of losing when it's five to one. It's really 20% yeah. chance of winning. But, you know, when you consider the totes saying 18 to one, to one, 17 to one, yeah. 18 to one, that's a good bet, that one. Um, so, yeah. you know, that so might be worth be just having a, a, a little side bet on that one, too. Okay, and deep blue value bet for the day. The deep blue value bet would be will be that one, I guess, seventeen to one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It also like deep blue really likes Behemoth too. So um, yeah, because that who's the post? Who's the post? Is very post is the very very late male. The very very late male is uh, there on Behemoth as well. Wow! So yeah. everyone loves Behemoth. Yeah. So yeah. Uh <laughs> oh. Think if it wins, everyone's a winner. Well, we'll post all those selections up on the Facebook page so everyone can see. And uh, don't forget to put your tips on the Pitcher page. <laughs> Next week starts to get very busy with a three-way play. Friday night at Mooney Valley for the 1,000-metre Moyer Sprint. Then Saturday up in Sydney for the Golden Rose, million-dollar race. And then back home for the Underwood Stakes. Now, that's normally ran on preliminary final day in Underwood State, so it just gives you a perspective of, of what we're up to in the AFL. We haven't even started the finals yet, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it shows you how far behind we are. Very, yeah. yeah, very good. So looking forward to next week. That sounds like it's going to be more to follow from this week, more excitement. Yeah, guys are the... Um, 
You remember Get Back? You remember the, the Beatles' last live gig? Yeah. On the roof? Yeah. They were in hibernation when they did that. They had and not come out for like old odds. two years. That's what we want to hear. Thank you for listening to Tip Stars Group 1 Horse Racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au. And remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nichemark, your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nichemark to get started. Mm-hmm.